Right Saturday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just a quick hitter tonight. 56, 56 minutes and 45 seconds worth of fury. Starting right now. Hop right to it, Will. Put up that first one for me from the Gateway Pundit. Strategic oil reserve. Now, here's the thing I've been saying. Now, if you're wondering why or how it is that we basically started the Biden administration with gas prices between 5 and $8, even 5 and $9 um, a gallon at the gas pumps. At the beginning of the Biden administration, how we started with that and have ended up with the gas prices going down when we have completely eliminated basically all domestic oil production inside of the United States of America, have eliminated, uh, eliminated all new leasing and everything else. This is how. Just and I've been saying this now for two years. This is how Biden is doing it. This is this is basically uncomprehensible, incomprehensible, incomprehensible. Yeah. For all of us, I'm checking with Aaron. When you ever see me looking <laughs> over here this way, I'm yeah. looking at Aaron. So, but anyway, it's basically incomprehensible for all of us because we don't really understand just how big the strategic oil reserve is. They're supposed to have they're supposed to have months and months and months of 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 oil there, ready to be used, ready to be sent. Um, to be, you know, transitioned into gasoline, everything had refineries and, and be sent to be refined into diesel, jet fuel, and everything else. Well, it's being rated by the Biden administration so that they can keep oil prices low while they systemically bankrupt America. This is all on purpose to bring us under global authority. You're like, wouldn't Biden? Wouldn't wouldn't Biden be against losing his own authority? Absolutely not. He's being extorted by global authorities, who have basically all of his crimes. They're using all of his crimes against him to extort United States policy against you and I. That's exactly what's happening, just so you know. So he's rating this so that he, he thinks, you know what, if I can keep gas prices low enough, I'll get reelected. And various other schemes too, but just for simplicity of conversation. He thinks, you know, I'm going to keep gas prices low and now I'm going to get reelected. Well, this is how he's doing it. Strategic, preserve, uh, strategic Petroleum Reserve. I just call it strategic oil reserve. So just if I say the wrong one, just so you know, it's SPR. It's SPR. But if I say SOR, strategic oil reserve, apologize. But strategic petroleum reserve near historic lows. Biden drained the SPR down to just 17 days of supply as war breaks out in the Middle East. So when we potentially, now, by the way, it's not just that war is broken out in the Middle East. We have a war going on in Ukraine and we have the Chinese Navy basically encircled around Taiwan right now. Then when we have, we have Israel basically launching an assault on the Hamas, which I'm totally in favor of, but in response to that, Iran is, we, well, first of all, then we have, of course, the globalist day of jihad. How'd that affect everybody? By <laughs> switch over to you guys. How did, did you guys celebrate the global uh, day of jihad, the global day of rage? Did yeah. it affect you in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, I just, I just ate, you know, ate. and... Good. Hung out, yeah. That was it? Well, <laughs> yeah. you, about, you, about the same, Will? Yeah. Same. Oh, there you go. So that's how we <laughs> meet, too. Absolutely had no, no effect on me whatsoever. But, of course, neither did COVID. None, none, none whatsoever. So this is what's been going on. Let me show you the graph. Go to the next one for me, Will. So here's the graph on it, just so everybody knows. So this is, this is now notice, I want you to see where this graph is coming in. What is the source of this graph? Days left in Strategic Petroleum Reserve, U.S. Department of Energy under... Joe Biden. Notice the last part. Now, we can ride all the waves here. <laughs> Basically starting in uh, 1990, about halfway through 1992. So that's the Clinton administration all the way up to the O'Biden administration. Yes, I'm saying that on purpose because we know that Barack Hussein Obama's running the country along with Susan Rice and Ron Klain. And George Soros and Klaus Schwab are running the United States of America. Oh, I'm sorry. Also Xi Jinping and the CCP and the PLA. <laughs> Oh, and also Voldemar Zelensky, who's extorting us to the tune of 223 
million dollars a day. $223 million a day is going to Ukraine. We're being, the reason why it's going to Ukraine is because if it doesn't go to Ukraine, then Joe Biden's crimes, Hunter Biden's crimes, Nancy Pelosi's crimes, Mitt Romney's crimes, the Democratic Party crimes, uh, John Kirby's crimes, uh, Jake Sullivan's crimes, uh, Lindsey Graham's crimes, Mitch McConnell's crimes, John McCain's crimes will all be revealed inside of Ukraine. The, two, the, the 2014 color revolution will be revealed to the United States uh, um, public. Privat banks and their, their criminal dealings with the Bidens will be revealed to the Americans. Metabiota, owned, partially owned by Hunter Biden, which funded the Wuhan Institute of Virology, will be revealed to, United, to the United States citizenry, as well as all the Burisma stuff and everything else. We go on and on and on and on. As well, you know, as well as you know, as well as Russian money going to the Biden family and uh, 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 Dagestani money going to the. You know, I'm just making that one up. All the various <laughs> countries that they gave money to the to the Bidens for for into their 23 shell companies that don't produce any goods and services whatsoever. They don't even produce consultancy. So where is all this money going to? But just so everybody knows, this is the days that are left. You're supposed to have money. We usually have actual average is a three month average. We are down to 17 days. 17 days. Look at the average. It's the yellow line. This is what the Biden administration brought us to. Now, again, you always have to ask yourself, is it galactic incompetence or is it on purpose? Is it on purpose to destroy America? Those are your only two. I mean, think about it. There is no. Well, I guess you could maybe include a C, all of the above. I don't know. But really, you only have those two choices. It's either they're purposely trying to destroy America or they're galactically incompetent and out of development. I mean, this is where we're at. This is, I mean, look at, look at how it normally is in comparison. And, to, and, and just notice also how it was in the Trump administration. <laughs> you notice that big giant arrow right there? That, that would be a part of the Trump administration. So it's gone precipitously downhill since Joe Biden has taken over. And but we have to have this, we have, this is what fuels our military, fuels our country, Fuels everything if we no longer because and and since we have no no new oil land leases, we have no real domestic production anymore outside of our rudimentary production we've had for decades. We have no new refineries. A lot of this oil is refined oil, by the way. It's not sent to refineries, as I mistakenly said earlier. Some is, some isn't. But a lot of this is highly refined oil. So this is the most expensive oil. This is money. This is oil that lots of tens of millions or maybe billions has already been spent on. And Biden's just putting it out into the public so that it keeps oil prices low. Instead of producing it ourselves, instead of having decent uh, trans partnerships, instead of having the, uh, the uh, XL pipeline from, from Canada, Canada's, yeah. I mean, even as, as lib tardy as Canada has become, they're still willing to sell us their oil, but we're not taking any of it. Yeah. I mean, we take it, but we put it all on trains and trucks in the, you know, instead of just sending it down a pipeline. And allegedly for all these people who are so concerned about burning CO2, emitting CO2 into the air, they would rather it uh, be trained or trucked or shipped yeah. via diesel than sent down a pipeline burning no CO2 whatsoever. Amazing, isn't it? it was, it's almost as if they don't really care about CO2 emissions, but only use CO2 emissions to usher in totalitarianism. All right, let's go to the next one. Well, Simon Atiba video. This is just, these are all just miscellaneous stories off the beginning. I don't really have an, a, uh, a, you know, a, a, usually I'm on vaccines or I'm on foreign policy or whatever. So I don't really have a dossier going here. This is just regular, just 
miscellaneous stories, but I have just had to cover them because they popped up and I think they're important. Simon Atiba video, lie, former CIA director, Leon Panetta, who signed a letter claiming that Hunter Biden, the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, therefore interfering in the 2020 election, says he did it because he did, he does, basically, basically what he's saying is, I don't regret that I did it. And I still think that there's, it was Russian disinformation. Watch this video. It's unbelievable. Play it for me. You're a mess. Uh, obviously, the House is in chaos as they try to find a speaker, but they're investigating still uh, the Hunter Biden situation. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about that letter you signed on to from former intelligence officials saying that uh, the laptop and the emails had all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. Obviously, the New York Post and others saying the Hunter Biden laptop letter was the real disinformation all along. Um, that letter was used in the debate. I haven't asked you this. But do you have regrets about that now looking back, knowing what you know now? Well, you know, Brett, look, I, I was extremely concerned about uh, Russian uh, interference uh, and misinformation. And we all know it. Intelligence agencies discovered that Russia had uh, continued to uh, push uh, disinformation across the board. Uh, and my concern was to kind of alert the public uh, to be aware that these disinformation efforts went on. Uh, and frankly, I haven't seen any evidence from any intelligence agency that that was not the case. You don't think that it, it was real? I, I, think that, uh, I think that disinformation uh, is involved here. I think Russian uh, disinformation is part of what we're seeing everywhere. I don't trust the Russians, and that's that's exactly why I was concerned that the public not trust the Russians either. I don't want to dwell on this because we have bigger things to talk about and bigger urgency, uh, but obviously Hunter Biden said it was his laptop, and, and this investigation continues. So you don't have any oh. regrets about doing what you did? No, I don't have any regrets about not trusting the Russians. Okay. Uh, Mr. Secretary, thank you. Uh, we appreciate the time. Good to be with you. What's really astounding is that this man still has a moniker of respect inside of the D.C. cesspool. Really is Leon Panetta, former head of the CIA, who signs a letter uh, along with 50 other former intel chiefs saying that the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian dis disinformation. Tom, we already know it's Russian, that it wasn't Russian, Russian disinformation. We know that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. Why are you beating this des dead horse? Because these men need to be prosecuted. Leon Panetta, Tom, you're going to prosecute a former head of the CIA? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. He interfered in the 2020 election. 28% of voters said they would have they voted for Joe Biden, said they wouldn't, they wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden if they would have known about the laptop. And the laptop was pulled off. The laptop story broken by Miranda Devine by the New York Post was taken off all social media platforms. I know there's different levels of how it was banned, but basically taken off of all social media platforms at the request of the FBI, at the request of the DOJ, and really at the request of the CIA. And then Joe Biden, of course, uses it in a debate saying that 51 former intel chiefs, including lying Leon there, said that this was Russian disinformation. So that is interfering in an election. You are actually in America censoring speech from the New York Post. Censoring speech from the, from the second largest, most circulated paper in the United States, second oldest and second most circulated paper in the United States of America, the New York Post censoring their article from Miranda Devine. 
at the behest of goofballs like Leon Panetta. And, and again, he's asked point blank there by Brett Baird, who's having a, a cogent moment for once. <laughs> he, he's asked, he's, you know, do you, do you have any regrets? This is not nonspecific. Now, Leon tries to deflect and make it nonspecific. Like, well, I've always had concerns about uh, Russian disinformation. What Russian disinformation? Everybody name it, please. Name the Russian disinformation. Where is it? Where's all this Russian disinformation? You wonder why Russia has now run into a covenant now with China? Why they're now allies, strong allies? It's because we accuse them of everything that they don't do. Do they, do they, do they, do they have intel ops inside of America? Yes, so does Israel. Um, so does Venezuela. So does Canada. So does all of our allies do. So does Great Britain. Great Britain spies on the United States. Israel spies on the United States. I love Great Britain. I love Israel. I'm just telling you, they spy on the United States. France spies on the United States. And by the way, we spy on them. Yeah. We spy on Israel. We spy on Great Britain. We spy on France. How is, what has Russia done to any of us? Oh, Tom's pro-Putin. No, I'm not pro-Putin, and I'm not pro-Zelensky because they're one and the same. But here, here's the thing. So this is very specific. In this, into this letter from these 51 former intel chiefs, here too referred to as the letter, so I don't have to keep saying that over and over again. <laughs> In this letter, it says there's classic earmarks of Russian disinformation. What were they? Can you give us a list, lying Leon? Give us a list. Leon, aren't you, you know, aren't you, you know, apologetic that you signed a letter saying that this is Russian di disinformation after Hunter has now said that it's his? And he just scoffs it off. And his answer, one of his answers is, I I've seen no evidence that it isn't. Hunter Biden saying it isn't? <laughs> isn't evidence that it isn't? Do you see, now again, with people like Leon Panetta, who they come across as jovial and having a, a moniker of credibility and, and even maybe a moniker of bipartisanship, you know, because the rhinos speak highly of them and the Democrats speak highly of them, which, was, which ostensibly just simply means the Democrats speak highly of them. He allegedly has this moniker of credibility and validity. He's just another lying leftist globalist. That's all that he is. He's just like an ARC church pastor. They have a moniker of credibility. They speak, they may, have, they may be a good orator. They, they hop around Bible verses without ever actually preaching the Bible, spewing their great swelling words of emptiness yep. while they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error, 2 Peter 2.18. That's all these people are, great swelling words of emptiness. Do you have any regrets about saying that this has classic earmarks of Russian disinformation? Post knowing that Hunter Biden says it's his and his attorneys say that it is, <laughs> and Hunter Biden is suing to get his laptop back? And, it, and, and then also as a former head of the CIA, before you, I mean, he simply goes, I've always been concerned, he tries to make it general. That's what, that's what the fake pastors do and the fake preachers do. Make everything just swarming generalities. Yep. No, and everything is very specific. You ever, read, you ever read the construction of the temple? God is a specific God. But so he tries to make it, tries to make it very, very general. It's not, yes, I've always been against Russian disinformation. Not, that wasn't the question, Leon. The question is, don't you regret that you signed a letter saying this is classic earmarks of Russian disinformation? Did you even, as the former CIA chief, did you ever actually research it before you signed a letter <laughs> attributing it to an a, a, a adversary of America that could actually stir up a war from what you said? 
And lo and behold, after you guys did say these things, their war did start. Weird, isn't it? Think about it. Just think about it. What, what a disgusting human being you have to be to be Leon Panetta. Disgusting, devoid of all self-respect, devoid of all human dignity, devoid of any spine that you as the former CIA chief will simply do. You will whore anything the DNC tells you to whore. Think about what, what kind of person you have to be to be like that. Now, you look at this one. Now, again, I'm just jumping all over the place. I'm not stuck on any subject right now. All right, New York Post, New York Post tweet. Plan, uh, man, uh, I'm not stuck on Planned Parenthood, but anyway. Minnesota woman, husband, who, Minnesota woman, husband, who advocate, I don't know why they wrote it that way. Should be and husband. Minnesota, I'll just put the and in there. Minnesota woman and husband who advocated for Palestinian rights killed by Hamas. And this is what I'm telling all of you leftists. There's 607 people watching on social media. I don't know how many people are watching on Christian Television Network right now. A lot of people watching on Christian Television Network quickly turn off once they start, uh, they start actually hearing truths that violate their own agenda, violate their own narrative, namely false Christianity a lot of times because their Christianity is not actually biblical. But I just wanted to say this to you. This should, this should actually rivet the souls of the left. because And we had the, we've had the killings that one in Chicago, one in New York, of anti-gun activists stabbed to death yeah. or shot in their own homes. Your own policies and your own advocacy will turn on you. The censorship that you love right now will turn on you and censor you. The prosecutions, the persecutions through prosecution that you love right now, all, of, all the leftists, they love to come out and say, there's 91 felony counts against Donald Trump under four indictments. We love it. They're all fake. They're all phony. Not one crime is committed. They even know that's the case. They love it because it's not happening to them. You're, you don't think that Letitia James will eventually prosecute, uh, persecute via prosecution Kathy Hochul, the white current governor? Of, of New York because Letitia James wants to be governor of New York and then when she wants Chuck Schumer's Senate seat she'll call him a racist she'll call Hochul a racist to become governor they did it Barack Hussein Obama did that to Bill Clinton call Bill Clinton a racist yep which by the way I think he is because I believe everybody on the left is a racist that's where all the racism comes from you ever you know everyone always attributes it attributes it to alt-right like skinheads skinheads are socialists they're alt-left yeah all the racism is always from the left. Mao Zedong butchered millions of his own citizens because he's a racist. The people who are butchering their own citizens right now, and in the tradition of Mao Zedong, Xi Jinping, the one who's butchering and raping and, and, and uh, performing scientific experiments on the Uyghur Muslims right now, leftists. Who's butchering their own citizens? Leftists. Who butchers the unborn? Leftists. And then we're called, we're allegedly the greatest threat to America's white supremacist terrorism. There is no white supremacist terrorism. Where is it? Well, show me one video, one video of any white supremacist terrorism inside of the United States of America. There isn't any. It's all, that's all lies. And I'm just saying, you, saying to the left, a few, maybe there's a few lefties that are watching right now. Your own policies and your own advocacy will turn on you because it's totalitarianism. Why didn't Hamas spare these people? They were advocating for Palestinian rights. The same reason why Black Lives Matter doesn't spare people either just because you're a white libtard who's advocating for them and you're victimized the same way. Why isn't Portland spared by Antifa? Why isn't Seattle spared by Antifa? They're all leftists because they don't care. All they care about is their own personal agenda.
And that's it. Their own, everybody's got their own, own agenda going on for their own personal prosperity. And on and on and on I could go with that, but I won't. Let's go to the next one, Will. Unusual Wales tweet. Is that where I'm at? Or, or Benny Johnson? Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson video. So here's what's coming. This is why I had Planned Parenthood stuck in my head. Here's what Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood put out. Now, they're, they're, they're uh, baby-killing uh, mill. That's what it is. They'll call it a clinic, but it's, you know, obviously, it's a murder house. It's just a place where people are, are killed. That's what it is. So what, what they care about is on, on God, they, they have a, believe it or not, it's really weird. I wouldn't have thought that on the Gaza Strip, you'd have Planned Parenthood. But again, what, what, what is Hamas? Are they right wing or are they left wing? <laughs> um, they would be left wing. Yep. They would be left wing. What's Israel? Uh, more right wing. They have a lot of lefties in Israel too, but more right wing. What's Iran? Um, left wing. Yep. They're all lefties, every last one of them. What's Voldemar Zelensky? We're over there fighting for democracy under a man who's banning the next election, banned Oppo Media, and banned all opposition political parties. He's, he's, a, he's an alt-right winger? Right winger? When, when have any of us ever, when have, when have we ever tried to censor you, leftists? When have we ever tried to ban you off of social media? When have we ever persecuted you via prosecution? We don't do that. We could, but we don't. We are going to, though. It's coming. Because your own policies and your own advocacy will turn on you. Well, so here's Planned Parenthood, the video that they put out after they were shelled by Israeli forces. Play it for me. So there you go. It goes on for 30 or 40 more seconds. So you can look at it, the whole thing later if you want to. But anyway, one of the la I waited for that last little Chiron they put on the bottom. Life-saving healthcare. Aaron, what'd you say about them in Hamas? Oh, I was just saying they stand with Palestine, right? But stand they, with Palestine. They're, but they're killing their kids. But they're killing their kids. <laughs> now, that, now, here's the thing. Doesn't, isn't that exactly what they do with the black population? They're allegedly for the black population. You're always hearing about how they don't want kids in cages, but they'll gladly kill the kids in the womb. Right. Before they ever get to the cages. So they'll spare them the cages that they'll stay in for a week or two by killing them in the womb. And allegedly they're, they're, they're advocates for the black community and the cause. So you're an advocate for the black community. Simultaneously, the cause of the, uh, the, simultaneously the cause of the number one cause of death in the black community, abortion. You're an advocate for the black community and cause them to die at the rate of over 400,000 per year. Not die, cause them to die. Murder, Murder. black people yeah. to the tune of 400,000 per year. And you're an advocate for the black community, that's the Democratic Party. Think about how blind you have to be to be African-American in our culture and vote for the people that are causing the number one cause of death in your community. How blind do you have to be? And then, of course, because they are cumulatively leftist, Hamas is fine with having Planned Parenthood there because they probably get money from them. Mm -hmm. They probably get money from Planned Parenthood. And by the way, how, is plan how does Planned Parenthood afford to be there? That would be the $600 million per year that you and I give them, that Donald Trump canceled, that on day one, Joe Biden reinitiated. And just the other lie there, they're talking about 
the citizens of Palestine, the Gaza Strip. And by the way, I'm, I don't want anybody hurt. Didn't want a soul hurt, not one person hurt. Everybody check, 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 check. Don't want anybody hurt. But I'm glad their clinic got destroyed. That's yep. what it needed. That's what, ne- that's what needed to happen. Yep. If anybody got hurt, then I'm sorry for the loss of life or the injury. But I'm glad the clinic, the physical clinic was hurt. Because they say that they are giving life-saving care. What's the life-saving care that Planned Parenthood does? Um, cancer screenings? Ah! Uh, birth control? Ah! I mean, the birth, I mean, birth control, yes. The birth control via killing your kids. And maybe they hand out some condoms. I don't know. But what are, what are the life-saving care? They, is, by the way, that's something they've been saying for years. And there's more detail to it, but just for ease of conversation, that they supply or they provide life-saving care or cancer screenings, breast cancer screenings. They don't do any of it. It's all lies. They don't fund it. They claim that they do it, but they don't do it. They're liars because, listen, wherever you find lies and you find dead bodies, you find the devil. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. That's John 8, 44 and 45. So whenever you find lies... You'll find the left. Wherever you find dead bodies, you'll find the left, as always. And it's always really, I mean, it's, it, for lack of a better term, it's hysterical, but I guess the, the really, it's hysterical, it's sad, it's pathetic to see society endlessly always list back to lies and death. Lies and death, I mean, banana republic prosecutions, censorship, butchering the unborn to the tune of 40 plus million a year worldwide, Lies and death, always going back to leftist ideologies. Adolf Hitler, leftist. Joseph Stalin, leftist. Mao Zedong, leftist. Pol Pot, leftist. Where is this alt-right murder regime? Where? What they call, they they call Adolf Hitler alt-right. How is he alt-right? How is he conservative? He confiscated all guns. Uh, Who wants to do that? That would be the Democratic Party. He, he actually initiated what the first COVID camps, which were concentration camps, alleging that, he, that, that Israelis or um, Jews spread typhoid more than anybody else. So he rounded them up and put them in their own typhoid camps. Uh, who, does, who does that? Do we, do we on the right advocate for that? Or do the left advocate for that? Um, who did mass ex, uh, medical experimentation on their citizenry? Who confiscated all their firearms? Who censored the media? That would be the alt-left, not the alt-right. There is no alt-right. What's called alt-right is alt-left. Neo-Nazis, alt-left. National socialists, that's not alt-right. Anybody in this room? We have all Republicans in this room. Is anybody a socialist? Go ahead and click yourselves on. Anybody socialist over there? Nope. You don't qualify as a Nazi. Nope. You don't qualify. The socialists are the Nazis. Right. And we need to be saying these things out loud. When they call, you know what? They're like, they call us names, and what do we do? We stop talking. Not me. Everybody else. <laughs> not the Alex Joneses of the world. Not the Bannons of the world. Not the Bonginos of the world. There's always people that are the exception of the rule. Just like I never closed. I never vaxxed. I never masked. I never social distanced. Nothing. I took no precautions whatsoever. I didn't up my vitamin D intake. I didn't make sure I was out in the sun more. Nothing. 
I didn't open up safely because I never closed. That's right. I never adopted one of their one of their uh, verbiage lines. I never adopted any of their verbiage. Nothing. Nothing. I don't do those things. And you, but we need to go ahead and just stand up and say what needs to be said. Tom, they'll call you a xenophobe. They'll call you a homophobe. They'll call you a transphobe. They'll call you a racist. I don't care. What well, I don't care if a racist calls me a racist. If a racist calls me a racist, what does that make me? A non-racist. If a fascist calls me a fascist, what does that make me? A non-fascist. Simple as that. All right, where am I at? Unusual Wales tweet. Man, I'm all fired up all of a sudden. I always try to stay calm. I really do. I start off with, an, with the idea of remaining calm, and it never works. I don't know why. I tried, I tried on Sunday, too, to be, try to be more of a teacher, and it never works out for me. <laughs> Quiet, Aaron. Aaron's laughing. All right, unusual Wales tweet. One of the people that I follow on, uh, on Twitter, or X now. I hate that new word. Twitter's such a great Twitter. name. Yeah, it's Twitter. X is so stupid. Yeah. But anyway, Representative Austin Scott. Now, who is Austin Scott? He's a Republican. See, I'm an equal opportunity offender. Austin Scott is a rhino. He's a, he is a Republican in name only. He is a Democrat with an R in front of his name. He was, he actually, tried, oh, by the way, I'm fully endorsing, in case anybody, the 612 people that are watching and everybody watching on the Christian Television Network. I'm endorsing Jim Jordan. I've been a Jim Jordan guy from day one. Do I say that, do I think that he's perfect? No, I don't think Donald Trump's perfect. I don't think Ron DeSantis is perfect. Nobody's perfect. I picked the lesser of all evils that are available to me or the best person of all. I'm not even saying that they're necessarily evil either. I just picked the best person. Just like, you know what, if DeSantis is running against Biden, obviously I'm voting for DeSantis. Trump's running against Biden, I'm voting for Trump. Even if Nikki Haley, who I can't stand, runs against Biden, I got to vote for Nikki Haley over him, obviously. But anyway, so here's Austin Scott, was the man who's going to, he put himself up to be nominated or to put himself up for the nomination for Speaker of the House to run against Jim Jordan for the nomination for Speaker of the House. This, Austin Scott did this. Now, what, why, now, why would he do this? Why would Austin Scott do this well representative austin scott was the top could he be well, maybe he doesn't want things exposed on capitol hill does he maybe he doesn't want things exposed just that's the purpose of that's everybody's political motive on capitol hill just so you know, everybody knows i get i taught i've said this probably this fifth sixth seventh time i've used this on the podcast but it, my producer aaron he was on Capitol Senate. Were you on the Senate floor, right, Aaron? Uh, yeah. Aaron was on the Senate floor. Yeah. I'm just going to use that one. You may have been on more, but I'm using the Senate floor. He was on the Senate floor, and everybody there is buddy-buddy. Yep. The people that you think are these big political adversaries, they're not. They love on each other. They're out to eat with each other, handshaking, close, talking. They're buddies. They want to keep – I'm trying to keep this – Gosh, I'm already down to 26 minutes. Holy moly. You guys are wasting all the time over here somehow. <laughs> But I'm trying to keep this concise, but we, we, uh, we think that it's, you know, mano y mano, good versus evil, red versus blue, conservative versus liberal. It's not that way. They are trying to keep their own society in place, their own society of personal enrichment and corruption because the enrichment comes via corruption. There's no way for you to become a multi, 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 multi-millionaire and be a, like AOC is and make $147,000 a year. It can't happen. Yep. It's not possible. Where you just have to, you hit the, the stock lottery like Nancy Pelosi does every <laughs> time, every single time. Well, here's Austin Scott. Now, maybe he wants to, maybe he wants to cover his own malfeasance or maybe he wants the malfeasance to continue. Mm -hmm. My guess is the second one. And if you get Jim Jordan in there, 
Who isn't becoming a multi, multi, multi-millionaire? He's not a multi, multi-millionaire. Matt Gates was already a multi, multi-millionaire. They attacked Trump for his finances. He was already a multi, multi-billionaire before he came in. But here's Austin Scott, who is challenging Jim Jordan, in my opinion, to keep all of their malfeasance classified. Keep all their malfeasance secret. Subjected. He sold, he sold fuel cell energy, F-C-E-L, on 1-14-21 after buying on 10-30-2020 for a 780% increase. Weird. Isn't that weird? I mean, I want to, you know, the thing is, I've had some stocks, and I, I've, my, my, the guy who runs my finances does a great job. But, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I don't think I've ever made 780%. No. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm adding up the, the time here. So, basically, I mean, just to make it really simple, at the beginning of 2021, very end of 2020, but let's just ease the conversation, he buys stock and fuel cell energy. And then basically a year, less than a year later. Three months. Yeah, right? well, I missed yeah, yeah, miss this whole thing. Aaron's yeah. got it. That's why he's here. That's why he's here. He bought, thank you. Yeah. Thank goodness you, you saw that. <laughs> and plus, they've got it all in the different order here. Yeah. It's not throwing me off a little I, bit. But I anyway. I hate that order, yeah. Usually it's 10, 30, 20, 1, yeah. 14, 21. So three months. So he buys stock. <laughs> three months before he sells it and makes 780% profit. Impossible. Now, how? <laughs> now, they, now, this notice the name of the company, Fuel Cell Energy. Which, of course, is a capitulating, bent over, uh, see, you know, uh, climate change advocate. We're going to limit CO2 emissions company, of course, I'm sure. Now, how did he make all this money? Because he sat on the commodity exchange, the commodity exchanges, energy and credit subcommittee. Mm. How do you make 780% profit <laughs> on your, on your three-month investment? In energy, when you're sitting on the energy and credit subcommittee. That's crazy. That's crazy, isn't it? It's just like when Joe Biden came in office, they signed it to retrofit the military with a bunch of electric vehicles. Who bought into Tesla right then and there? <laughs> um, that would be Nancy Pelosi. Weird, isn't it? And I've got litanies of slides on this. I should do a whole presentation on stock corruption inside uh, of Capitol Hill, but I don't have that tonight. So I just wanted you to know who Austin Scott is. This is probably why he doesn't want Jim Jordan to be speaker, because this, he will expose this and stop it. Austin doesn't want it to stop. And when, you want to, when you're making uh, a 780% increase, 780% profit on a three-month investment, would you want it to stop? <laughs> even, though, even though I believe this is a felony? Go, Aaron. I have, uh, I actually pulled up the the stock um, right here. And what's so funny is if you go to the five-year mark right here, there's where he sold it. That big <laughs> that big mountain right there, he bought it down here, and he sold it right there. <laughs> Just in case people were wondering. Yeah, there you go. There's the pretty – see, we don't – everything you hear on this show is absolute fact. Uh, you know, I haven't said it in a while. Facts. Everything's facts. What are you doing, Austin? Just curious. What are you doing? Got to show you this one again. Just a bunch of miscellaneous stories. I've got no direction whatsoever. Just doing miscellaneous stories. Rob 1776 video. The buses keep rolling into Chicago. We are running out of room, says Chicago. And with the lack of police, uh, the, uh, with the lack of police, the city is now hiring DACA kids to patrol the streets. Play for me, Will. Tonight, officials warning Chicago is approaching a breaking point. 
tents full of desperate migrants lining Chicago's iconic Lakeshore Drive, migrant shelters inside O'Hare Airport. A total of 17,000 migrants showing up since last August, and officials expect 1,200 per day to keep coming. Now Chicago is building sprawling tent camps to get migrants off the streets of places like this ahead of the cold winter months. Democratic Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker slamming President Biden for not doing enough, writing the federal government's lack of intervention and coordination at the border has created an untenable situation for Illinois. The White House blaming Congress for not acting and saying they've accelerated work permits and provided a billion dollars to cities nationwide. I don't want them there. But protests here are growing. To have the government come in and dump 300 people right next door to me, it is not fair. The Latino Pilsen neighborhood was the first to build a shelter for migrants, and they're now preparing a new shelter to take up to 1,000 more. Community leaders tell us they want to help migrants, but they're worried about resources for poor Chicagoans, too. I'm concerned uh, because of the slow response by the, for the federal and state government. When winter comes, not only will you not have enough room for migrants, you also might not have enough room to take in some homeless people who live on the streets here in Pilsen, American citizens. Absolutely. We met these There we go. So I just, it goes on again for another 30 seconds or so, but it's to address a few things. So J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois, blames Biden. <laughs> you voted for Biden. You voted for these policies. You voted for an open border. Why are you not enjoying If it's so great to have an open border, like Eric Adams, we just played the video of him, acknowledging that he wants to keep the border open because he was getting a lot of political flack for saying that his city is being destroyed by illegal migration, which it is. So he had to come back, of course, bend over, because you know what? Yeah, he will say he's a whore. He'll say anything that he has to say so that he stays in right standing with the Democratic Party so that maybe he can be governor someday. He can call Kathy Hochul a racist, and he can become governor, and then he can become, and then what, what will Letitia James call him so she can become governor, whatever. So he had to come out and say, you know what? He, he came out, we have the video. He said, I want the border to remain open. So I'm, you know, the thing is, What's true is absolutely true. What sets you free? Knowledge of the truth, John 8, 32. What's true is true. Eric Adams advocates for an open border because he just said he wants the border to remain open. So he is acknowledging that it is an open border. J.B. Pritzker, why are you not enjoying the additional 17,000 citizens you now have? You want, you're fine with them being in the Rio Grande Valley? You're fine there? You're fine with that? You're fine with them being in Del Rio, Texas? You're fine with that? You're, you're good with them pouring into Arizona? You're, for, you're fine with them pouring into Texas? But you're not fine with them being in your state? Why is that? And there's a video of him too. You know, going, he's, he's saying, it's going to get cold soon. You better find somewhere else to be. No, no, JB. <laughs> Enjoy your policies. Enjoy your legislation. Enjoy your truth. Enjoy it, JB, and maybe mix in a salad because you're about 250 overweight. <laughs> so anyway, that doesn't have anything to do with it, but I just had to throw it in there. So you got JB Pritzker blaming the, blaming the Bidens for not, for what do you want them to do? What, what action do you want them to take? You voted for open borders. They're giving you open borders. What action do you want to take? Then, of course, you have Biden blaming Congress. And what you always hear, again, generalities are the opposition to solving a problem. If you're operating in generalities, you will never solve any problem at all. 
It's just like Christians will say, well, what is the church's vision? Um, what is, you know what? What is the vision for you? Instead of coming, instead of coming to somebody else saying, what is the church's vision? The Bible gives you a vision for you. And that, cum- that, that culmination of personal vision is the church. Yeah. So the generalities is the opposite of victory. Opposite, because it relinquishes people of their personal responsibility. But anyway, I digress. So Biden then blames Congress. He blames Congress. And what the Democrats owe their default, uh, their default stance is always, or their constant deflection is always, it's a broken system. All right. Under Donald J. Trump, when he left office, there was 8,000 total people crossing the border per month. Now we have 200, now we have 10,000 a day, up to 300,000 a month that we know about. 300,000 a month. It's never less than two. We broke the all-time record, broke the all-time record in August. All-time record, 320,000 people across the border. And the, the, the Democrats, their answer is we have a broken system. Um, it's the same system that was there in 2020 when per month then it was 8,000 a month. Same system, <laughs> different administration. So is it the system or the people administering the system or the people that have changed the system and made it a totally and completely broken system? And by the way, if Donald Trump was uh, elected president, which he was, but fraudulent system brought on, fraudulent election brought on by everybody's capitulation to COVID, including everybody inside the church watching on CTN. You capitulated the COVID. You need to enjoy the Biden administration because that's why we have a Biden administration is because you capitulated the COVID. Just so you know. Yep. Because that's what initiated this fraudulent election and Zucker boxes beyond on every urban corner in America, collecting fraudulent ballots and shutting down the ballot counting in the middle of the night. That all came from the church's capitulation to COVID and the conservatives' capitulation to COVID. You should have just stood and said, absolutely not. So how's the system broken? It's not broken. You broke it. They say it's, oh, it's been broken. Their, their general statement is, this is a system that's been broken for, for years. For, well, okay, first of all, you've been in office for decades. Why haven't you fixed it? Which is one of Trump's greatest arguments. I was always saying to Hillary, um, you've been there for 50 years. These problems that you're saying that we need to solve, you could have solved them. So A, why, don't you, why didn't you solve the problem since you've been sitting on a broken system for 50 years? While you're in office, Joe Biden. But they don't because it, it, they don't they don't care about it. It's all about again. I don't have time to to uh, you know dive deep into this, but it's all about their own personal profit, endless symbiote, endless you know just endless uh, self profiteering. Is all all that these things are about. I don't have time to get into it, but I wish I could because it's all streaming into my head now. Now and now I got to ignore it. But anyway, <laughs> so broken system. How is it broken? It wasn't broken till you got here. So what you should say is, we broke it. Yep. There's nothing broken about it. And by the way, that's all a bull-faced lie anyway. They don't think it's broken. It's the system they want. Now, when it starts to land on their own doorstep, like when uh, Kamala Harris has to deal with 50 or 60 illegal immigrants being dropped off by Ron DeSantis or Greg Abbott on her doorstep at the Naval Observatory, <laughs> then it's a problem. When they start to show up on Martha's Vineyard, which DeSantis sent, Bunch of illegal immigrants onto Martha's Vineyard. I don't know why Hussein Obama and, and Mike, why didn't they simply open up their myriads of acres and put up a tent city on their mansion property? I mean, they're, they're against walls. Yeah. 
So why are they living behind walls? They're against guns. Why are they living behind guns? Because <laughs> it's all lies to usher in totalitarianism. Because they got to get you to not have a wall. They got to get you to not have a gun so that they can then, then they can put a wall up around you and control you and control you with guns. That's the point of it all. Again, another miscellaneous story. Put that one up for me. Well, New York Post, just had to show you this. This is the pervert section of the show. This is, and again, this is from yesterday. This isn't, this isn't from two years ago. Trans cyclists take gold and silver in Chicago's women's races. <laughs> so two out of the three on the, on the medal stands there are men. Fully penised men. That's who they are. Now you as a Christian, what are you going to do? Call them what they are. Hey, dude, you're a fully penis man. Yeah, but I go by joy. No, your name's Jim, <laughs> and I'm calling you Jim. It's the way that it is. All right, let's switch to COVID. I got 12 minutes. Let's try to get as many of these in as I can. So here's the latest on masks. Katie Tur, okay, just, I'm, I'm not going to intro it too much. Here's the latest on mask stats. Play it for me. Mask mandates, it turns out, were an utter failure. It's not me saying it, but the New York Times. The mask mandates did nothing. Will any lessons be learned? Brett Stevens cites a comprehensive British review of 78 randomized studies with more than 600,000 participants. There is not, again, a debate among serious people. It isn't unbelievable. It is believable because it is science. The masks work. Either the president doesn't understand basic science or he doesn't want to. Either way, that isn't good. The idiot talking right there is the one who doesn't understand basic science. I knew it from day one. How do, how do you know it, Tom? Are you, are you an epidemiologist? No, but you know what? I talk to, I, didn't, I mean, correction, I listen to doctors and epidemiologists yeah. who weren't scared, who weren't manipulated, manipulated into capitulation so they keep their jobs. All the people that were manipulated into, into capitulation are cowards. Absolute cowards. Doctors, nurses, everybody else, politicians, Pastors, you, mani- you were manipulated into capitulation, locking down, masking. Masking does nothing. This, I, I got this from Dr. Eric Deputy, who I abs- a- actually met at a Clay Clark event. Great guy. But I watched his videos. It's not, it's, there's, nothing, there's nothing to discuss here about masks. Right. If you're wearing a mask, you're an idiot. You're a stupid idiot. If you've ever worn one, at that time you were wearing it, you're a stupid idiot. If you've never repented of wearing a mask, you're a stupid idiot. It really is. You're like, Tom, that is not Christ-like. That is not pastoral. You've never read the Bible then and listened to the names that Jesus called people. Sons of hell, whitewashed tombs full of dead man's bones full of all uncleanness, and sons of hell. Which one would you rather be, son of hell or idiot? (laughs) I choose idiot. Yeah. At least you have a shot then. There's plenty of idiots in heaven. (laughs) I've I've done a lot of idiotic things in my life. Yeah. But it's very simple, Mass. Uh, the size of a COVID molecule is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. That's the size of a COVID molecule. There's no mask on the planet outside of a full bioweapons uh, lab gear, whatever you call it. I'm trying to think. Hazmat gear that will block any of that. That means you have no air actually coming in that's not fully filtered. Fully filtered through a machine you're wearing on your back. That's the only shot you have. Masks do nothing. Absolutely nothing. And you have a woman saying with great demonic conviction, the president just must not be reading the science. What science are you reading? Name the science that you are reading. 
She didn't ever do. Again, generalities is the opposite of truth. Generalities is the opposite of victory. She just goes to generalities. Mass work. Based on what? There's not a mask on the planet. An N95 mask st- starts at blocking uh, par- COVID, uh, blocking any particle at three times the size of a COVID particle. In other words, an N95 mask is like trying to stop a mosquito with a chain link fence. It is that, it's that simple. But you have all of these people with, again, with these veneers of credibility, with these titles, whether it's doctor, whether it's epidemiologist or virologist or scientist, they'll come out and swear like Leon Panetta. This has the earmarks of Russian disinformation. He's allegedly an intel expert, bold-faced lying. And if he wasn't bold-faced lying, well, he was bold-faced lying for somebody else or just not even looking into it. Mm-hmm. People don't even look into it. I've known this from day one. In every single heavily masked area, heavily masked neighborhood, heavily masked city, heavily masked country, all had higher COVID death rates and higher COVID infection rates and higher COVID hospitalization rates than the areas that didn't give a crap about masks. That's the truth about them. Let's go to the next thing here. Dr. Kate Lindley tweet, Pfizer on Friday slashed its disorder, but I want to show, uh, oftentimes I'm guilty of not showing good news. But the good news is, I, you know, good news is, it, listen, if you're saved, you're living in the good news. Yeah. You're untouchable. You'll only, you only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you want to participate in the world's economy, then just don't tithe, then you'll participate in the world's economy. I tithe and don't participate in the world's economy. That's just one example. I don't participate in the world's healthcare system. I don't participate. Dr. Kat Lindley, and by the way, just so I say this to everybody, I love doctors and nurses. I love them. I do. They say, listen, they, they've been integral parts of my own family's health, and I love them, but a lot of doctors and nurses caved hard. Same way Leon Panetta caved. Not based on evidence, based on fear. I don't have time to get into it. All right, Pfizer on Friday slashed its full year revenue forecast by 13%. That's a lot. And it said it will cut... $3.5 billion worth of jobs and expenses due to lower than expected sales of its COVID-19 vaccine and treatment. Nice. That's awesome. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. Now, that's not enough. That's not enough. Now, I love what Jeffrey Tucker says on the bottom. Cutting jobs, lower stock price, pulling back all fine, I guess, but hardly justice for, ha- for what happened over two years. By the way, it's back off eventually. So what needs to happen to Pfizer? They need to be criminally sued. They need to be criminally tried. They need to be sued into oblivion. They need to be litigated into oblivion. They need to be prosecuted into oblivion because they knew. Now, they were actually, one of them was actually put on the line under penalty of perjury at the European Union and was asked point blank by one of the parliamentarians there, did you ever even test the vaccine to see if it stopped transmission infection? Because that's how it was pimped to all of society. You got to do it. If you care about somebody else, get vaccinated. So like Rachel Maddow said, when the vaccine comes to you, it stops. And she said, we never even tested it to see if it stops transmission infection. Never even tested it. And that's how it was you, the transmission infection, the doc, the false doctrine that stopped transmission infection. That's what was used for vaccine mandates to mandate the vaccine. Because we, we can't have you come in and get your co-workers sick. You have Travis Kelsey still espousing it. In October of 2023, Travis Bozo the Clown, vaccine whore, Kelsey, still espouses he took the vaccine so that people around him 
wouldn't get sick with COVID when the people who made the vaccine that he foolishly injected into his body and is probably five times vaccinated since doesn't stop transmission infection. They acknowledge didn't stop transmission infection. Yep. And he still says it. Just like the idiot on that video saying, masks work. No, there's not one study that say that they work. It's exactly the opposite. The studies actually espouse the opposite. That not only do they not work to stop transmission infection, they cause transmission infection. Just like the vaccine. Not only does it, doesn't stop, does it not stop transmission infection, it causes transmission infection via antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome and the vaccinate carrying a much higher viral load. And by the way, once again, vaccinations against an ever-mutating virus are completely and totally useless because by the time you're vaccinating against, against virus A, virus C.7 is already in place. Yep. And A doesn't even exist anymore. All right, let's go to the next one. Vigilant Fox video. Dr. McCullough un- un- uncovers the true death count from the COVID vaccines on the Jimmy Dore show. Play it for me. The CDC bears data, if you toggle over to domestic cases, just U.S. cases, the CDC is acknowledging about 18,000 Americans have died with the vaccine. 18,000. And these are ones where the CDC waits for the death certificate. We know they died. You know, everything matches, and it gets a permanent VAERS number. Of those, Jimmy, 1,100 die on the same day they take the shot. 1,100. So the CDC has got 1,100 cases where they took the shot, and they basically died. And at this point in time, the CDC is saying, nope, it's not the shot. Um, what a terrible coincidence. It's really quite a coincidence. I yeah. think that, and Dr. McCullough, I believe that the CDC even states that's that the VAERS numbers is like 40 times underreported. Am I right when I say that? Right. So in FDA testimony, the underreporting number has been anchored at 30. In the peer review literature, it's at 40. Now, other vaccines, earlier days, they said 100, but I, that's too high. Uh, I, I'm going with 30. So if we're at 30 times 18, you know, we're just under 600,000 Americans that have died with the vaccine. One. That's have died, not will die. Have died. Tom, that's impossible. In a country of 380 million people, you would notice that. No, you wouldn't. You know, I mean, you always need to remember that. You're talking about 680,000 people die, or 600,000 people dying. A million is a thousand thousands. A billion is a is a thousand millions. A trillion is a thousand billions. The numbers are incomprehensible. This is 600,000 people that die because all you do is extrapolate the data. The VAERS is always, always, and again, I don't have time to get into this tonight, but the VAERS is run by the CDC, the, high, the, the hider of all true COVID stats, the sequester of all COVID stats, the suppressor of all COVID stats is the people who are running the VAERS. The VAERS even acknowledges, even VAERS, Vaccine Adverse Effects Report run by Rochelle Walensky, now Mandy Cohen of the CDC. Mandy Cohen, who just pimped and whored vaccines herself on, numerous, on a couple ads, just got her latest, her fifth or sixth uh, booster. So the VAERS even has to say, because they can't even hide it, that 18,000 Americans have died. 18,000 Americans have died of, of the vaccines. But it's up to 100 times that many. Pete, now, listen, the, the, the normal number is everyone says it's 40 times that many. 40 times that many. Remember, VAERS is only one 
of 11 streams of reporting into the CDC. Just so everybody knows, it's, it's all part of the Thomas Rents federal lawsuit. So if you use, now Peter, Peter McCullough is always extremely fair, far more fair-minded than I would ever be. But he's far more fair, he holds back. Edward Dowd has it, BlackRock statistician, former BlackRock statistician, statistical genius, has the death rate in America at 860,000. Peter McCullough's got about 60,000 because he only times the 18,000 by 30. Normal extrapolation would be 40. In old times, they used to do 100 times. Why he changed that, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. The true death count up so far is 600,000 Americans. That's why we've shown Will and I and Aaron on this show, we have shown these videos over and over and over again of these memorials inside of Australia. Have you seen any of them? You've got to go. Just pull it up. Trying to think, Rise Melbourne shows them. Yeah. And there's some other sites too, shows them. Um, But anyway, maybe Rebel News out of Australia shows them. I'm running out of time. But you need to go, and you need to go and actually look at these sites. These these, these people are not making up memorials. These people that they have, they usually have a picture of them. And by the way, they're usually like somewhere between 30 and 60 years old. They're dead. They're not making it up. They're dead. You and I need to stand firm and not be burdened again by yoke of slavery. Love you all. See you Tuesday night, 830. Christians who are in these churches, these fake churches that don't preach the word of God, they think persecution means you're wrong. But what does the word of God say in Matthew chapter 5, verses 11 and 12? Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when people speak evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you.